Welcome listeners to today's podcast, which today we will discuss the subject of how hedge funds can be used within a portfolio of traditional assets of equity and bonds to improve risk management. My name is Keir Bowley, and I'm the CIO of Alternatives at UBP. Joining me today is my colleague, Susanna Wallace, who is an investment manager covering fixed income and credit alternatives within our team. Susanna, what do we actually mean by risk management? Well, in its broadest sense, we believe risk management is the exposure of a client has to potential capital loss. So this usually occurs when we have some sort of crisis triggering a market sell-off or when we move into a bear market. To reduce this potential loss, clients should diversify their asset mix. Traditionally, bonds have fulfilled this role, being typically non-correlated to equities and protecting capital in a crisis. So one option we favour is to add alternatives like hedge funds that have positive attributes of being non-correlated, add a unique source of returns to a portfolio and can protect capital in periods of stress. So in more technical terms, um, reducing a client's exposure to left tail return distributions while at the same time maintaining exposure to right tail upside. So we create a positive shift in skew. So in all the investor meetings we conduct, I know you like to use the term alternative substitute. What do you actually mean by this? Thanks. Um, it's, it's a good way to think about hedge funds within a traditional portfolio mix. Uh, there's three, three potential roles. First, as an equity substitute. Equity markets, despite what we've seen in the past few years, are cyclical. And towards the peak of a bull market, valuations are high, leading to low future expected returns. For investors who still require equity exposure, but are understandably nervous about equity market levels at this point in the cycle, then rotating into equity long short can reduce the sensitivity to an equity market correction. Yet, importantly, still uh, having an expected positive return for that investment. Second, of greater importance, is as a substitute for fixed income or bond exposure. Over the past 10 years, bonds have proven an excellent source of uncorrelated returns, and Susie mentioned them just before. But this has been an in, in an environment of disinflation and central bank purchases to keep bond prices high. As a result, now we observe bond prices are high and income yield is minimal. This means that the asset class is unlikely to provide diversification and protection against equity risk in the future. Indeed, if we move into a period of inflation, then bonds will be a source of capital loss. Hedge funds, therefore, that provide a similar return profile as to bonds of stable, steady returns and that protect your capital in periods of stress should be considered as that potential substitute. Finally, one can introduce certain hedge fund strategies that act as diversifiers to the whole portfolio. We call these divergent hedge fund strategies, 
And what we mean by that is that they should generate positive returns in periods of overall portfolio stress. So they diverge from other assets by doing well when traditional assets struggle. So we've definitely seen some periods of stress in 2020. So how has this uh, process worked in practice, those three different uh, diversifiers you've talked about? Overall, it's been a good year for hedge funds in 2020. Equity substitutes, equity long short, outperformed sharply in the March crisis when we had the sharp sell-off, which is what we would expect. And then they've been able to capture a significant portion of the upside in the equity rally that's occurred in the second half of the year. Bonds work well as government force yields towards zero up to May, but since then they are displaying the concerns we mentioned. In contrast, fixed income focus hedge funds are generating stable, steady returns throughout the year. Finally, Divergent strategies, like global macro, have posted some of the strongest returns for the, over the past 10 years. As a final thought, from a risk management perspective, what asset classes, Susie, should be considered, uh, or sorry, should investors be cautious about going into 2021? Well, one of the things you'd mentioned already is that one area that investors should pay attention to is if we move into an inflation in- inflationary environment, something we haven't seen for over a decade now. This should be positive for equities, but for bonds, this will mean two things. Firstly, real returns adjusted for inflation become negative. And then secondly, in nominal terms, bonds can generate actual losses. Therefore, finding a replacement for government and investment grade bond exposure should be prudent. So strategies that we could that we're looking into or that could work for this um, could be fixed income RV, which is looking at sort of very micro differences between government bonds, convertible arbitrage, and a few other strategies in that relative value type category. Thanks for listening to our discussion today, and we hope it's provided some food for thought. For more information, please contact us in the UBP AIS team or visit ubp.com.